What's up, guys? Welcome back to the No Tracers podcast. This week, I've got Tact on the show. Let's dive in. If you've been wondering what goes on behind the closed doors of abandoned places, if you want to know the stories of the people who explore the rot and decay, well, this is the podcast you've been looking for. I'd like to welcome you to No Tracers. Welcome back to another episode, guys. My name is Kay. I am known as No Tracers. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, No Tracers on all of them. My YouTube channel's popping. Thank you guys. We're almost at a thousand subscribers, which is fucking awesome. I really appreciate you guys diving in and supporting me over on that channel. That's where all my videos land. If you are interested in my actual urban exploring content or the podcast visuals are also over there as well and a bunch of like short form content as well. So if you guys are interested in checking that out, No Tracers Urbex on YouTube. If you type in No Tracers, it should pop up. Uh, but yeah, youtube.com slash No Tracers Urbex is the channel. So this week I have Tact on the podcast. Tact is a rooftopper, an urban explorer. He does bandos, tunnels, roofs, and he used to do a little bit of train surfing, but unfortunately after some of his friends passed away from train surfing accidents, he kind of stepped away from that. But, uh, this is an awesome episode. I'm really stoked for you guys to hear his story. He lives in New York City, so he's got some very interesting New York City type explore stories. Very excited to have him share those with you guys. Before we jump in, just a couple of things. If you guys are interested in getting one of my urban exploring photography books, I've got two of them, and you can pick them up at notracers.com shop. There's also uh, merchandise over there, t-shirts, beanies, all kinds of stuff. I have a duffel bag, just a bunch of different things over there. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to No Tracers. I appreciate you guys sticking around and checking out this show. If you're new, hit the subscribe button. And without further ado, Tact, welcome to No Tracers. Please introduce yourself and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience. My name is Tact, also known as T.A.CT on Instagram. I'm an urban explorer. I shoot bandos, I shoot roofs, shoot tunnels. I dabble in a little bit of everything. So tell me how you got into exploring in the first place. Like what, what was your first explore and what made you like catch the bug? So this isn't really exploring, but what got me into it was, uh, I was seeing a lot of these, uh, train surfing videos on TikTok, And, um, from there I hit up this guy that was pretty well known. And then from there we, uh, linked up, you know, surfed a few times or whatnot. Eventually he was like, yo, you want to come do these bandos with me? And I was like, sure. It sounds dope. And then from there, it kind of became like, you know, almost like an addiction. You know, I've just been exploring ever since then. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of how we all get into it. We just kind of fall into it, you know, like it just becomes like a thing that we do. And uh, mine was kind of this, the same kind of way, not uh, train surfing or any of that stuff. But like, you know, it the conversation got brought up while I was at a photography meet when I lived in Los Angeles. And uh the they were talking about like abandoned places and i was like man i've always wanted to like hit some of those spots and i love like decay and all this stuff and this guy that was there was like yo i'll take you to a spot right now and i was like what for real and then from there on like i was just hooked you know it's, it's crazy how it happens yeah it kind of just came out of nowhere like I, I would not be expecting to like be doing this consistently like back two years ago when i first started yeah you know, like you're, you're out here doing this every single week. Like, nah. Yeah. It's crazy, man. So 
I haven't had a lot of like train surfers on the show yet. And I'm so I'm curious to know more about that side of things uh, because it is so fascinating to me. I watch that kind of content on YouTube, on TikTok, like all the time. I think that it's amazing that people are willing to like step farther in the element of like risk and things like that. So what what is it like to like surf a train? So right now I currently don't surf anymore. I quit about a year ago. Okay. Uh, a couple of uh, homies died from surfing, sure, you know, sure. won't really get into that. But yeah. Um, yeah, when I was surfing, you know, it was really chill, actually. It isn't as uh, nerve wracking as someone might think. Um, I, um, I'm based out of NYC and um, the, I had this really cool surfing spot over the Williamsburg Bridge. Wow. And uh, what actually happened was one time it was me and a couple of homies. And this guy had a POV video from his window from his apartment and the clip blew up like crazy, dude. Like it had millions of views on like Twitter and shit. Wow. And like me, the one who originally posted like video from the trade got like fucking 50 views. (laughs) It's crazy how that happens, right? (laughs) Yeah. And I like, (laughs) there's even a GIF on Instagram about it. No way, bro. Okay. That's when you know you've made it. When there's a GIF of you jumping around, like popping around on socials, like that's it. You did it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was really unexpected. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy when that happens. Like, you know, we don't make things expecting things to go viral. I think it just kind of happens sometimes. Like there's no rhyme or reason. It's like, it's, I was talking to a friend of mine about it today and it seems like the more effort you put into something, the less it gets viewed. And like, if you put like no effort into something, it's going to blow up. It just happens like that. Yeah. I've made a couple like reels that were, that were meant to be like jokes slash memes. Yeah. And those ended up being the ones that like, <laughs> you know blew up it's crazy dude that's where i post like something super cinematic or, yeah like, yeah something i really put my time into yeah. it gets like you know barely anything yeah i feel that a hundred percent uh so talk to me about how you came up with your username where where does tact come from what is that uh so it's kind of it's kind of a long story but um you know to move tact is like you know be sturdy like move stealthy like mm. you get what i mean yeah like tactfully yeah yeah and yeah. like i'm always known for like you know planning everything out you know being very like according to like a plan you know just moving stealthy and you know shit like that i love it no i think it's great i always love hearing how people came up with like their usernames and a lot of people were like given them by other people they were like this is you you know what i mean but it's cool like to hear where these kind of things come from like no tracers leave no trace is the motto you know that's kind of like where it comes from uh, but yeah i love hearing how people uh like come up with that kind of stuff so for you do you have a certain type of building that you prefer exploring overall i know you do rooftops you do bandos and tunnels but like do you have like something that you prefer to do over the other things uh yeah i definitely prefer roofs the most just because like whenever i do a roof it just feels really rewarding to be up there especially if it's like you know one of those buildings that require like a ton of effort like you know there's there's office buildings and you know that's a you know the whole different ballpark from like residentials or hotels you know like book appointments you know it's a whole thing and it's like when you're finally up there you know just this is this um sense of satisfaction in a way yeah like you accomplished a mission like you made it yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. it's it's crazy like 
I've done a couple rooftops. I've done a couple in LA. I did one in St. Louis recently. And to go with people that do it often, like I went with, with a group that like does rooftops in St. Louis. That's like their thing, you know, like they are the rooftoppers of St. Louis and they just know the routes of every building to get anywhere you want to go. And it's like, if I would just like walk up to a building and try to figure it out, there's no shot. You have to know somebody that's done the thing and made the mistakes and like gotten up there. Or you have to be, like you said, tact. Like you got to be like stealthy to get into these spots or smart and have a game plan going into it. Otherwise, you're you're never going to get up there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Roofs are definitely like that. Um, I'll tell you what, though. There's been a couple buildings where it's just been trial and error for me. Yeah. And I just tried on and on and on and on. And eventually I was able to get the spot with like, you know, little to no insight on the building. Sure. I just kind of figured it out. Yeah. That's that's so impressive. I love, I think rooftopping is, is so cool. It's such a cool like uh, type of urban exploring because it does take a lot more planning than like hitting a bando, you know, like it, it bandos, we kind of just rock up and we're like, maybe the front door's open. <laughs> yeah. I was out in Philly. Um, a couple of days ago and i uh you mind if i name drop it's like a really popular spot sure yeah everyone knows it's a spot called blue horizon okay the one that had used to have the uh, the boxing ring inside yeah and i went out i went through the back and i was like yo there's no way in here this is pretty fucked and then i walk around to the front and the door's just fucking wide open <laughs> it's, it's not even closed it's so funny dude it's, it's so long funny. wide open uh that that kind of thing like we we often as urban explorers try the most difficult route. And then it's those times that the front door is open or there just is no front door. There's just like a hole in the <laughs> front of the building. Yes. It's really wild. It's so funny. There was a hospital in, uh, in Alabama that just got demolished recently. But when I went there, I was with a friend and, uh, we, I was like, Oh, we're going to have to go through like the lower level in the basement and climb up through. And she was like, why don't we just like try the front door? And I was like, nah, there's no way we walk around. There is no, there's literally no door. You just walk right into the building. It's crazy. There's no door. That's, no door, that's dude. crazy. Just literally just all gaping hole in the front of the building. And I was like, all right, I guess the, <laughs> here we are. It's crazy. So, um, have you ever gotten permission to explore a place? Uh, permission to explore a place. So, no, I don't think so, honestly. No, I haven't. You know, we've heard some crazy stories on this show. Like, some people have had the cops show up, and then the cops give them a tour of the place. Like, it's just wild. That's why that question The cops gave the, them a yeah, tour? Oh, yeah, dude. The cops were like, yeah, come on. Let's go check it out. <laughs> That's insane. It's insane. Yeah, there's been some wild stories on this, on this show. Um, do you have any urban exploration injury stories that you can share? uh injuries uh luckily not okay good uh, i do i do tend to you know play it pretty safe you know know my limits yeah so you know i haven't uh had any incidents or anything got you and what about your like scariest or riskiest exploration story oh dude i was waiting to get to that one so like <laughs> when i was out in philly you know it's it's pretty damn bad out there yeah and you know that band i was talking to you earlier mm -hmm. with the boxing ring I went in, you know, we got to like the main part, that big room, you know, the one where everyone shoots at. And then we just hear like fucking someone just jumping around, like just making a shit ton of noise. And then it was, there was two tweakers in the band though. There was one on the first floor and one on the third. 
and we were like in a fucking sandwich because we were like in the second floor so we were right in between both of them and then there was a fucking fire on the third floor they literally had a fire in there i think they were like cooking some shit oh my god because like the whole bando just smelled like a campfire it was fucking wild and then we heard them um like running towards us and then we just had to dip on out of there we had like this um this big ass piece of copper with us that we picked up from the floor i was like yo if they if they come up running to us we're gonna have to fucking smack them with this (laughs) and like you know i usually carry like a knife on me or something and that day i just had nothing oh dude the one time you're like god damn it like why didn't i bring my shit with me (laughs) yeah it was pretty (laughs) fucked oh my god so let me ask you this so a lot of people this answer can be kind of all over the place as far as like what people say normally how many pins are on your map so on google maps i have about 90 pins okay but in my notes uh i have around 150 okay sick so those are ones that like do you like erase them once you've like gone to the place like if the place is you know trashed or whatever and you you like hit it once like do you erase your pens or do you save them all yeah once i hit a spot i just take it out of my map gotcha yeah i'm always curious about like people's process because everyone kind of does it differently like some people keep them forever until they are demoed you know and then obviously the spot's not there anymore so they like erase it then but yeah super super interesting about that um where do you draw the line on risk so on risk uh I definitely wouldn't, like, trespass onto, like, super private property. Like, let me try and give an example. Like, let's say someone's house. Sure. Or, like, you know, something that's super private. Or I wouldn't, like, cause, like, a shit ton of property damage. Like, snapping, like, a, you know, a little master log is whatever. But when you're, like, breaking windows, you're, like, tearing up boards and shit. That's, like, you know, that's kind of where I draw the line at. I get that. Yeah. And that's super respectable. You know, I know that this new wave of like TikTok kids that are getting into the hobby are like just destroying shit and it's, it's making yeah, us all look bad. Me, it's crazy. I hate that. It's shit. like a fucking trend now on yeah. TikTok. Like, I see that shit on my for you page almost every single day. It's, it's, it's disgusting, it's man. I hate that shit. Um, can you share your most creative entrance into a spot? most creative entrance so yeah so there was this one theater uh i can't really mention where it was in nyc though okay and uh yeah so the whole building was like very fucked like we like barely anyone's got in the spot this is a very sacred spot and then like we found this fire escape um up the side of the building and then we went up all the way to the top and there was just a boarded door but the way the board was set up, if like it looks um like it looks like it's pretty well on there. But once you like give it a good tug, it just comes clean off. <laughs> and then from there you just you just like found an entry like that. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's so good, man. Like I some of the stories on the show have been like people like scaling brick walls with like that have like little grooves in the bricks and like spider-man climbing up to windows like it's this show has been so much fun to hear these different stories because we all 
are like so determined to get into these places <laughs> that sometimes we do like just the most wild shit to get in. Oh yeah, definitely. Like get in by any means possible. Yeah. You know? And and we're like usually in a hurry. Like you know, once you're in, like you're chilling. But like the actual like getting in portion is like so high anxiety that you're like, we got to get the fuck in this building right now. Yeah, because if you get spotted going in, yeah, by you're like, You know, a person. Yeah, you might get called in. Yep. Yeah, it's it's yeah. over. You know, it's. And over. then from there, you definitely don't want the cops to show up or some shit. Yeah, and the worst is when the cops decide to camp out. And I've, oh, I've had that shit happen. I've been stuck in a bando for hours and it's like, it's the worst, dude. But I mean, usually we get out or they give up and leave, you know, like <laughs> just a bit. Yeah. Depends on the day. Depends on the day. Um, so what do you do when you're not exploring? Like, do, what's your like normal life? <laughs> uh, right now, I'm just I'm just studying and shit, you know, nothing crazy. Got you, got you. Um, so what does your family think of what you do? Dude, my mom is fucking pissed about what I do. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Dib, dude, you're going to fucking kill yourself doing this shit. And like, you know, it's dangerous. You're going to get raped by a crack. And oh, thing. my God, that's so <laughs> aggressive. She went fully off the rails. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm like, no. Nah. The Kragans are sometimes friendly. Sometimes man. they're like, like, yo, you need a room to stay tonight? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I've had this one crackhead. He, like, gave me a tour of this place. Oh I went God. to his bando, like, not even knowing what it is. And uh, it was, like, a part. It was, like, a bando parking lot slash, like, it was connected to a theater. And then he just, like, told me, like, the history of the building. <laughs> He's just a full-on tour guide. He had the fucking, like, umbrella walking around pretty much oh that's amazing that's amazing um do you prefer exploring alone or with people uh definitely with people it's much less like nerve-wracking mm -hmm. yeah and, and uh, just much more fun to be honest sure yeah do you have like a maximum of pe like amount of people that you'll go with like you know sometimes if you bring like fucking eight people that's like a lot that's like a little yeah that's that's far too many like I try to limit it to like three, maybe four people. Sure. But I'm usually just with one other person. I got like, you. You know, typically, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the best way, you know, just two, two, two to three people for me is like my, my maximum. Any more than that, you're like, you know, trying to get five, six people into a bando is quite difficult. <laughs> yeah, unless it's like that super chill spot, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um if you could explore, or sorry, if you could live in one place you've explored for an entire week, like one building, which place would it be? Oh, that one's hard because, you know, most of the bandos I've done, you should not want to sleep in there. <laughs> like, the, 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 those asbestos will get you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's this one church that's, like, very, very pristine, like, not a single tag in there out in Jersey. Mm -hmm. Um, you might know it. A lot of people shoot the the green hallway with the wheelchair. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> I definitely have to pick that one. Sick. Yeah. I mean, churches are so cool. I know a guy that um he bought a church and he lives in it now. 
And it was like oh, a, an abandoned shit. church, but he bought the property and he turned it into a house. And he just lives and he does like a like apothecary shit. Like he makes like tinctures and shit out of this church. It's so wild. And I'm like, dude, can I like come over to your house slash church? <laughs> well, that'd be dope, bro. Yeah, honestly. It's, it's sick. It's super sick. Um, but I think they left like the pews in there. So he's got like some of the church pews and some of that stuff. So it's it's pretty fascinating. Uh I didn't even know you could do that, to be honest, but I guess you can kind of live in whatever building as long as it meets like fire code and whatever. Yeah. You could sleep in a factory if you want to. If you own it, like you yeah, own it. True. That's true. Absolutely. Um what do you hope for the future of urban exploring? The future of urban exploring. Uh, I definitely hope that people like, you know, mature up and uh, don't like blow spots mm. and like, you know, try to preserve them for as long as possible. Because there's some people that I won't name, but certain people just like will hit this spot by any means possible and they don't care what happens to it. They don't care if they're the last to hit it. Yeah. Or if anyone else gets to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then there's like the TikTok kids that like they hit the spot and like the 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 video gets like three hundred K plus views and now everyone and their mom's at that spot. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So part of the show I've started implementing, implementing is that I have my guests ask the next guest a question because I, I just love doing that. So uh, one of my guests, Explore with Cam, his question to you is, how is it exploring abandoned places in your area? Like, you said you live in New York. Like, what's it like to explore there? Uh, so, to be honest, NYC is pretty hit or miss. Like, one day I'll go out, I'll get, like, nothing. And then, you know, the next I'll go out, I'll get, like, five, six spots in the span of, like, what, three hours? Wow uh bandos for the most part they're 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 relatively easy but uh roofs that's a that's a different (laughs) different ball game yeah oh yeah definitely um and then exploring with nomad his question is do you have any good luck charms like do you carry anything on you that is like something that you always have when you go exploring aside from like your camera uh yeah, so I have uh this one silver ring of like you know that tree, like the good luck tree. Yeah, I don't know oh if that's yeah. What you call it. Yeah, yeah. I have this ring that I always wear, and uh, yeah, I feel like it brings me good luck, low key. I mean, everybody's. I well, not everybody, but I feel like a lot of people have them. I've got one. I have a. Uh, it's like a bracelet, but I wear it around my ankle so that I don't have to like take it off or, you know, do anything with it. My uncle gave it to me and I'm not religious by any means, but it was blessed by the Pope. So I feel like if, if anything's going to keep me safe and give me good luck, it's going to be something like that. So yeah, that's, that's my personal one. But I, I mean, whether it that's real or not, you know, I think it just makes us feel better and safer and more secure. So I, I love that kind of stuff. I think good luck charms are super fucking cool. Um, and then, uh, earth's unknown places. Their question is what's the weirdest thing you've seen while exploring? The weirdest thing I've seen. Yeah. Probably like a crackhead doing meth as I was exploring the band. (laughs) He was like, dude, he was doing that shit. And I just like, I just walked away from him, you know, kept doing my thing. Yeah. He didn't bother me. Didn't bother him. You know, it was, it was chilling. Wow. So 
do you have a question to ask my next guest? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, question would be wildest um security encounter. Ooh, that's a good one. So you have to answer the question first. <laughs> shit. Okay. <laughs> my my wildest security encounter. Um, shit. <laughs> there's a, there's a couple. I'm trying to think. Okay, so one time. Uh, I was on this roof um, near the World Trade Center. You know, that area is pretty fucking federal. Oh, yeah. They don't play around. And, uh, yeah, it was bound to be this really chill roof. My boy went to it, like, two times prior to this. And what ended up happening was five minutes later, we were, like, into shooting and shit. And we just I just hear, hey, get down right now. Oh, no. <laughs> and then it's fucking some big-ass bald security guard. Oh, my God. And then I was like yo we're just taking pictures man and he's like he didn't even talk to us he was just fucking he pulled out his phone you know he called like 911 immediately oh man he trapped <laughs> he literally locked us on the roof he's like blocking the only exit and it was fucked bro and then we ended up getting uh the cops pulled up to the roof and they were like fucking taking pictures with their phones and shit what they were like, they're, yeah, they were urban. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, so, so like, how? What was the outcome of this? Did you guys get ticketed or arrested or what? Yeah, we ended up uh, in the precinct for like shit, like seven hours. Oh, I think they do that just to like fuck with your mental state. <laughs> yeah, they were talking about like, oh, the paperwork takes a while. And yeah, right, and dude. Like, bullshit. <laughs> fuck that. That's crazy. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, so my last question for you is what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started all of this? Hmm, that's a good one. Probably shit. Hmm. Damn, this is really hard. <laughs> that's the one that gets everybody. It's it's my favorite question to ask people like in life, like in general. It's it's I don't know. I I feel like the answers can very so much uh, how to work on doors definitely mm. like i've learned how to like pry using like um those little metal shimmy cards mm -hmm. you know flat heads uh like those small pry bars and you know i'm trying to get into log picking and shit now hopefully i'll master that soon youtube university man <laughs> That's the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> or the look up some tutorials. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lock picking tutorials and then delete your search history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or just get a copy of uh what's that book? The Anarchist Guide? The Anarchist Gu Cookbook or something like that? I can't remember the name of it, but it's like this whole <laughs> this whole book about like how to do shit like that. It's hilarious. Oh, it's about how to lockpick. Well, they got all kinds of stuff in there. It's but it's from like lockpicking to like making a Molotov cocktail. To, <laughs> dude, it's oh, great. Shit. It's a crazy book. I can't. I think it's the Anarchist Cookbook is the name of it. It's it's uh pretty insane, <laughs> but definitely they would have some lockpicking tips in there for sure. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, I'll definitely. I'll put a. I'll send you an Amazon link. You can you can get it. <laughs> So if people want to keep following your journey, where can they find you online? Drop your social media one more time. So I really only use Instagram. I have like maybe like four videos on TikTok, but my Instagram is t.a.ct.
All right, guys, that has been an episode of No Tracers with Tact. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to follow Tact on Instagram. I put his link down in the description. And there's also a bunch of affiliate links to Amazon products that I would recommend if you are getting into urban exploring or if you're already in into urban exploring and you need some new gear, I've got some recommendations. Check them out down in the description. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the No Tracers podcast. If you want to come on the show, hit me up at no.tracers on Instagram or you can email me contact at notracers.com. I appreciate you guys listening to another episode of the No Tracers podcast. I'll talk to you next time. Stay strong. Keep enduring. Go out. Go explore something. And remember, leave no trace.